Good day out there, everyone in internet lands. It's time for the Askler here on the mighty loading ready run video entertainment network. My name is Ian Horner and joining me today are on my, let's get this right, this side, Ben Alman. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going? I, I, I thought you were going to say left or right. And then I'm like, you said this side. I'm like, oh no, I got to look at the, look, the screen instead of the my camera. My finger is pointing right. <laughs> my finger on the screen is pointing left. I have no idea, but I know with that side done, the other side belongs to one James Turner. Hi, Ian. Hello. Oh. It's good to, oh wait, good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now we've all, <laughs> we've all memorized our uh, directions, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. Sure. Look at the wall to see Ian. Okay, it's a beige good. wall. It actually works oh, out very well. That, that actually okay. That that works for me too. I look at that wall. To, oh, yeah, that's okay. cool. So I get to look at uh, look at myself in the mirror if I'm looking at James, <laughs> and I get to look at uh, at a tree if it's Ben. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. Sorted and done. Speaking of things that need to get sorted, uh, we're here to answer your questions. Uh, where did we get these questions though? Well, that's something that might take a little bit of work on your part. Not much. Just go into youtube.com slash loading ready run and becoming a member there. That's right. It's the members of our YouTube channel that get to uh, suggest us questions. And then we get to answer them. It's uh, it, that, that's, that's the other side of the bargain. We also want to take some time to thank everyone out there who is kind enough to support us on patreon.com slash loading ready run. Uh, that keeps all the lights on. It keeps all the cameras whirring and keeps compact flashcards constantly streaming into the holes into which we fill them and then empty them into your eyeballs. Wow, that's a really long and uh, bad way of describing what we do. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's not bad. No, I, it's like, not bad. It's highly accurate. Yeah, it's I just mean, it, it was it was so it was so accurate it sent uh, James into the shadow realm there briefly. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know what happened. It's fine. I'm back. <laughs> We're good. Well, James just got re-released for us here at the end of August, at time of recording. Um, Eric wants to know, though, from the rest of us, what we're interested in in terms of new releases for video games in late 2020. Are I there mean, any video games coming out? Speaking of uh, re-releases, uh, Crisis gets remastered in September. <gasps> so I, I have a computer that can run that. Dude, you have a Switch that can run that. It's coming out on the Switch. Oh, like, is oh. What what kind of universe do we live in that Crisis, the game that that benchmarked all games before and after, can run on the mighty Switch? <laughs> like, <Yeah. what? laughs> I mean, I guess it just solidifies that the Switch is the best console, right? Like, like there's exactly. no better console it, than I, Switch. It really played, shows. It really shows played, that Nintendo got serious about video games. I, I played I played Minecraft on the Switch earlier this week and it lagged. How is this thing going to play Crisis? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's not a bad point. Like anytime you go online on Pokemon, like when you you can go into like the wild areas uh, and you'll see the other players kind of going around, it chugs. Yeah. Like it's so bad. It's 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 wild how how rough it goes. So yeah, I guess I'm curious to see. But I mean, like they put The Witcher on Switch, The Witcher Three. Right, so like I imagine maybe the, what the, the it'll be like a little bit of like downscaling or something oh, probably, to it. Yeah, I, I am it... legitimately kind of excited to to play Crisis again because I think so. You played it? I... Yeah, oh, yeah. I played it when it first came out years ago. Okay, um, but not well. Like the joke is a joke for a reason. Like that thing required a hefty computer back in the day, mm -hmm. and I didn't have one. Um, and I don't know what the remastered system requirements are, but my new PC is pretty good, so I feel like 
I should be able to get to play it. So I'm excited. I've never played it. I only know it like as the meme. Like, is it a good video game? Like, what? Yeah. I don't actually no, know what Crisis entails. It's, it's, just, it's just like it's this a, myth. It's, it's, it's a first-person shooter. Like, it's I don't know. I you could probably liken it to like the Far Cry series, maybe a little bit. Okay. It's just a very graphics? sort of yeah. Or all the good physics, rather. Uh, yes, had... <laughs> exactly that. It has exactly the good graphics. I can't remember if it was graphics or physics. I think it was more the graphics, like the lighting was a big thing okay. back in the day when it first came mm. out. Got those big um, sun shafts. Yeah. yeah I was on the I Mac don't... at the time, so we were excited for Dark Tower. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, but other than that, actually, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of excited for Cyberpunk, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like the hype for that game is real, so I'm pretty stoked to check that out whenever <laughs> it comes out. I feel like it got moved back. It is this mm -hmm. year still, right? I can't remember. I'm looking at a list. I don't. Know I thought it got moved to like November-ish or something like that, but they keep they keep yes. doing the crunch. They, they 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 seem to be deep in the crunch vibes. It's uh, uh, November nineteenth, so, apparently. So yeah. I'm apprehensive. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we'll have something to look forward to after Desert Bus. Yeah, I, exactly. I Always nice to have something on the other other end of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you there. Like, uh, I need, I I want another game that I can get like immersed in the world, and there hasn't been a lot of those kind of like deep RPGs mm -hmm. uh, coming out lately. That I, at least that I've been like interested in. Um, you know, ha having to having like the same effect as like Mass Effect. Right, like okay, where yeah. you just kind of get like really, really deep into it. Um, but uh, that being said, I mean the the second half of the Pokemon DLC comes out uh, in uh, in just a couple of months, um, and it's it's interesting. Like I'm conflicted about it because there was the initial backlash regarding it um, with with Pokemon putting out DLC in general, where like, but the opposite. On, on the other hand, it's like. Pokemon used to also just put out a third entire game with new features, so you'd have to yeah. buy a whole new game and start all over. So instead, now they're releasing DLC, which is kind of cool. Um, but the, it was like 30 bucks, and you got both parts of it, the Isle of Armor and the, the Crown Tundra. And the Isle of Armor half kind of just felt like... It, it felt akin to like a patch, you know? Like it was like... It, 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 not, it didn't have so much content that it felt like um, we were paying, like, I guess... a a, a reasonable price for it um and i i see that james agrees with me so much that he mm -hmm. got sent into the shadow realm again i don't um, understand i don't get it <laughs> but uh i mean you pay 30 bucks for both halves of the dlc so i'm curious i'm i'm excited i'm excited to see kind of what happens and i've been getting more and more into uh competitive pokemon stuff um cool. and so it adds yeah it adds like all kinds of new Pokemon back into the decks, so I'd think that that that's definitely my big uh, my big excitement right there. Interesting, good, cool. Mm -hmm. What about I, you? I just Ian? Had a, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. I just had a theory as to why James had to go away there. Oh, anytime okay. James, anytime James Turner is involved in a Pokemon uh, conversation, he has to recuse himself for conflict of interest <laughs> purposes. Oh yes, James Turner, the art director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually just found out. Uh, yesterday, that apparently Sega has been uh, looking at the numbers based on their PC sales uh, over the COVID times, and they're going to start accelerating a lot of their translations of older games to the PC. So oh. I'm hoping that we'll see Skies of Arcadia, maybe the Yakuza 3 through 5 actually uh, hitting the PC, but I don't think that's going to happen in late 2020. For 2020, it's uh, it's just a case of staying on target for me at this point. Stay on target. Right. October Star 2nd, Star yeah. Wars Squadrons. I am going oh, straight yeah. down the pipe. 
That's fair. Yeah, that's going to be really, really sweet. That That's a game that I've been waiting for. I haven't been this excited for a game in a long time now. And mm. uh, just getting to, to squat up with some of my buddies, which I have not done in years, and just fly some ships and shoot some ships. Some I assume down. you're going to bust out like the flight stick and stuff like that if it's compatible. Then <laughs> uh, I've been spending the last few Tinker Tailor episodes making the stick compatible. Oh, oh, okay. All right. He's, well. he's constructing both an X-Wing and a TIE fighter on the roof of his building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one flies the furthest after I push them off, that's the one I'm going to fly in game. I mean, why build it? Why not simply use the force and raise an X-Wing out of the swamp? <laughs> it's true. There's a lot hanging out in the bogs around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We've got so many bogs in Victoria. Yeah, so many. <laughs> well, if I'm going to travel someplace to train like that, I might as well travel someplace nicer, which is something you and I both did in the, well, not so distant, but recent past. Jeffrey mm -hmm. Hayes asks, Ian and Ben, as members who originally hail from a different part of Canada, did you experience any culture shock when you first came to Victoria? Uh, everybody moves really slow. In Victoria, like everybody takes their damn time getting everywhere. They mm -hmm. like shuffle walk. Uh, they like have full blown like conversations with like the checkout person and stuff. Like it, it had Victoria's like that small town that is like a slightly bigger city kind mm -hmm. of a thing, um, which is cool and really great. But like as an Edmontonian moving here, where I, I don't. I don't. I don't want to classify Edmonton as like a rude city, but people, you know, like they 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 they've got a little bit of a brash personality, you know. And yeah. so coming into that, that that was a lot. I was just like, you know, waiting in, in like a grocery store line to to check out because I went to like Wellburns all the time, and they don't have like self checkout areas. And people <laughs> would just have like full blown comments. How's the kids? Blah, 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 blah. And like they'd stop and like fully talk to one another. And I'm just like, I just. Just, just let me buy my pizza pops and go. Like, I've got one thing in my hand right now. <laughs> For me, it was a compressed sense of space. In, all in that same vein, it was a compressed sense of space that people don't like to travel very far. Like, a 20-minute mm. drive to a Victorian is, is, geez, that's the other end of town. That's 20 minutes. That's, uh, that's too far, too far. Can't do that in one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to, when I was living in Edmonton, to get to work. Uh, every morning is a two-hour bus ride yep. uh, yeah, was... for me to uh, to get from one end of the city to the other. And it was like, eventually it hit no problem. Like, I started dating somebody that lived in St. Albert, which was just like, a <laughs> it's a little city, I guess. They like to call themselves yep. a city outside of Edmonton. And uh, that was like uh, an hour and a half bus ride or so. And now it's like, we're like, oh, we got to drive out to Langford. And it's like, that's 20 minutes outside of town here. And I'm like, ugh. I don't know if yeah. I want to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. Fair. yeah. I, I, so as somebody uh, born and raised here, I definitely know exactly, like I, I am aware of both of those um, issues. Ben's thing is definitely a, I, that's Island time, right? Like that's, it's got a Yeah. Name. Yeah. Um, and as somebody who is generally a pretty punctual person, um, it also pisses me off. Um, so it's not all Victorians who, uh, who do that, but I think all of us are guilty of it at some point. Um, and then definitely with the Ian thing, right? Cause I mean, for a long time, you know, Ben, you mentioned Langford, which is about a 20 minute drive North of, of Victoria that used to just basically be nothing, right? Yeah. Like nothing used to be out there. And then mm -hmm. we started to sprawl and move out, move out. And now a whole bunch of people out there live yeah. 
and there's a freeway there too. Yeah. Like it's like you you do get to go really fast. It's not like you're driving through like residential. Like yeah, it's it's, it's uh, not bad. It's it's pretty interesting. But I, 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 both of the things you said are true. There's a second part that I want to bring up here though, and it's I don't want to put well okay he's gone, so I'm going to put James specifically on blast here. Uh, okay. It's, <laughs> It seems like there's something about Victoria that is culinarily uh, different in my mind than other cosmopolitan areas. And I, I find this specifically in the area of Indian food. Uh, okay. Op options for Indian food in, in Victoria have been pretty limited uh, from the time I've been here, but they've been growing more. We've gotten Curry Club. We've gotten a few other different uh, Indian restaurants. Mm -hmm. But Everyone here seems to judge the Indian restaurants specifically on the butter chicken. Yeah. To the point where the latest restaurant I went to, it's on the menu and it's described as, uh, okay, veneer, uh, it's like, oh, you get your, uh, your cheese and your, and, and your spices, blah, 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 blah. Butter chicken. You all know this one very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's, the, it's the best dish. It's the yeah. least interesting dish. It's so tasty. It's yeah, ketchup and chicken. I mean, but here's <laughs> here's the thing, though, right? Is the reason I think that butter chicken is a good way to judge an Indian food restaurant is because of those things you said. If it's the easiest dish and it's and it's so popular, if you mess that one up, I'm less interested in the rest of what you have to offer. I guess, right? It's like. That it's it's the bait it's the it's like if you went to a restaurant and they couldn't make a hamburger, you know, you'd be like, well, I'm I'm less inclined to to try the list of the things because the hamburger is like one of the easier meals to make at a restaurant. It's true. So, yeah, I, I but I, I do understand what you're saying. Like, I mean, it, there there are a lot of really like cool and 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 very tasty dishes, but <laughs> I I think I think I think a restaurant lives and dies by its butter chicken, much like. Uh, James's camera lives and dies by the whims of his random computer. It's well, not my. It's not my camera. I blame. I blame Paul. I blame Paul. <laughs> oh, okay. What's James lives do? and dies by Paul. What's he going to do? Come in here and say something? Nah. <laughs> well, then Ben, I would say that you have properly acclimatized to Victoria at this point. Then <laughs> I oh, I definitely have. Like it's 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 now you know twenty degrees is like a little too hot for me <laughs> and like. You know, it, it gets down to like six and I'm like, oh, this is chilly when it's like when I was living in Edmonton, I prayed for like the six to 10 degree days. Like it just it was so much nicer. Like it's I, a wet. It's a wet cold. It's a wet. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I do love blowing people's minds when they're like, you, you, I'll be in like my, my streaming office and I'll be like, oh, it's super hot today. And then I'm like, they're like, how hot is it really? I'm like, oh, you know, it's 25 degrees. And they're like, oh, you're a baby. I'm like, yeah, and it's 80% humidity. Yeah. Like, like always here, right? So I think, I mean, uh, yeah. At least when I leave this podcast, I have the decency of just breaking my camera. Ian just got up and left. Like, yeah. He just, I mean, he's the host. And all he did was just leave. Like, yeah. Look, he's just on his phone now. Yeah. I'm going to feel I bad assume... if something bad happened. I, I just need to go down to the door to receive a package because. All right. Be back All right. And say, hey, while I'm gone, here's a question. Uh, Danielle acquired some stickers of our faces. Uh, any uh, placement requests? I request a sticker of my face right here. Cool. Uh, I mean, we laptops. should we should uh, the sticker over top. You should put mine and James's sticker over top of wherever you put Ian's sticker. Since he can't actually say anything about that right now. Oh yeah, I like that. 
Um, um, can I, I be? I, can I be uh, on whenever like you flip up the toilet seat? Can my sticker be there, like on the on the bottom of really? the toilet seat? You're yeah. gonna go with you're gonna go with the, on the bottom uh, under the lid of the toilet. Yeah, and then every you know specifically for like in the mornings when you're like you're groggy and you're like ugh. Today's gonna be rough, and then like you open oh, up the okay. toilet seat, and then there's my happy smiling face, and you're like, "Today's gonna be an all right day." Okay, you know what? <laughs> I'm sold. Put my sticker there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I sh if I if if this whole internet comedian thing doesn't work out, I'm gonna be a car salesman because that worked out yeah. brilliantly. I'm in. Um, Put my sticker there as well. Yeah, yeah, and then I guess Ian's could go on the top of the toilet seat. So that way he's always like, cause you know, Ian's very like cleanly, uh, prim and uh, prim and proper kind of guy and whatnot. So he'll oversee that, you know, cause I think the bathroom is, is the place that has the, the tendency to get the most untidy. That, At least oh, mine yeah, does. Absolutely. I mean, what, okay. So here's what you do actually. Um, okay. Empty the toilet bowl, uh, dry it off real nice. And then like, fix the stickers inside the toilet bowl but then, then they're just can, peeing on can, us you could crap all over loading ready runs <laughs> in real life <laughs> you we don't get enough of that in the twitch comments <laughs> yeah no i want it i want it in reality that's not i don't i mean but that that it, it depends on what kind of toilet if they have like one of those high intensity flushy dealies those stickers aren't gonna last and then they gotta get new stickers uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the just me Astler. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know fine. what's going. It's it almost seems like your camera's going to sleep every once in a while for some reason. It's definitely or... not. Like I can see it over here. It works just fine. It doesn't freeze in the That's program right. that I'm we've, sending it to to Paul with. We've incorporated it into this episode now. Yeah. So no, it's, it's great. It's, this is it's, a really good Astler. Yeah. Like, this is a really good Astler. <laughs> let's move on to the next question. Okay. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Uh, if you got to do Road Quest two season, Road Quest season two, but Ugh. you wouldn't be allowed to drive, who would you want to co-pilot with you to get to know better? Uh, and this is from Mister Twanzel. Um, so Ian and I were drivers in Road Quest uh, season one. Ben was mm -hmm. the co-pilot. So I guess let's flip it, right? Wait, so ben, okay. So it, to... in in this world, do I have a license? Yes, in this world, okay. you know how to I drive know a how car. to drive. Okay. And you can drive nice and legally wherever we're doing this. Yep. Uh, who would you? Who would we want as our, in Ian and my case, drivers, and in Ben's case, co-pilot? And this is specifically to get to know better. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because if it's just to make good content, uh, I want to bring Heather. Yeah, Ooh, that's, fair. that's the thing. It's like I think the streaming duos work really like it's like if it was not if it wasn't to get to know better, I'd love to have an Adam and I car, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think it'd be a, a good dynamic. Um, yeah, it's tough though. Like to get to know better is is a difficult scenario because like I I at least like the people on Road Quest too. It's like um like Ian and Beach, I've known for what like we've known each other for like almost 10 years now or something mm -hmm. like that it's, it's been uh, at least that yeah and then like james like you and i already spend like a decent chunk of time together mm -hmm. so like so like i don't i don't know i guess like graham i've gone on full trips with just him and i i mean that's uh, the thing right is that like we we all 
I think probably just in terms of like actual just straight up one on one time, um Ian actually for me would actually probably was, be pretty up. Like we I actually I, think the same thing. Yeah, like I like I know you, I know about you, but I we have not spent like a lot of one on one time together. No, and I feel like we would up. Yeah, I think we would definitely learn a lot about each other if we were stuck in a car for two weeks. Agreed. I mean, yeah, I think on I think, paper we seem to get along quite well. If yeah, we were looking exactly. for that, that like that like Beach and Adam getting to know each other kind of for the first time, yeah. sort of scenario. Like, uh, I actually, you know, I would I would almost say uh, like uh, either uh, Cam and I, because like Cam and I have not spent like a lot of time just like one on one interacting with each other. Um, or like, like Kathleen and I, uh, have not, uh, spent like a lot of time one-on-one. So it was like, it was definitely like a getting to know each other better kind of scenario <laughs> than those two, I think are, are the people that, uh, I've, I've had the least amount of like one-on-one interaction with. Yeah. I mean, our, our, what we do for a living doesn't lend itself to a whole lot of one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. So, um, especially not intimate one-on-one time. It's, yeah, it's exactly. generally loud. I think, yeah, that, that's the thing that. I think actually blows a lot of people's minds is that we don't actually like, like we, we hang out and stuff, but we don't, we don't see each other all that much outside of like work and whatnot. Like we, we spend well, so much to be fair. It's because we spend so much time together. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But it, it's <laughs> yeah. never, you know, people are, we, we, we're not, we don't do just like hang out at each other's houses and stuff like that a lot. Like but, usually there's some sort of event that lends it to it yeah. itself. Right. But yeah, it's like, I, I I definitely had people be like, oh, you know, like you and Adam probably spend like all, all this time outside of like, let's know together. I'm like, no, we text each other like maybe once or twice a month. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, like Adam and I, like we hang out for our, our stuff and then yeah, we just, I don't know, we see each other every once in a while. So, okay. yeah. So I guess that leads nicely into the follow-up question from Sean Riley. Probably not intended as a follow-up, but here we are. What did you learn about each other from RoadQuest now that you didn't know before? This is, uh, there was a day where Ben and I spent more or less like an hour talking about our families. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. none of that made it into the show, obviously. No. Um, but the cameras were rolling. Um, and to be honest, my I have, like, sort of a, like, grasp of that conversation. Like, I have bits and pieces. Like, I don't remember everything perfectly detailed, but that was a lot I learned about Ben that, that, that day. Um... I don't think I learned a whole much, much else about anybody. I think most most of what I was talking uh, with uh, with Alex about in the car was about things that were going on in the uh, in the show itself, rather than anything about that. But yeah. we did talk a bit about his time in Toronto that I didn't know a whole lot about before, and that was fascinating. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's the thing, right? Is like the cameras were on basically all the time, and when they weren't on, we were still more or less talking about what we were doing Mm -hmm. yeah we eventually started doing like the we would turn off cameras for like an hour or something during the day as like a break yeah which was a nice uh change that we made about like halfway through the run but Um, most of that time was spent like just chilling music we turn (laughs) on music and not talk Uh, yeah i'd fall asleep not talk right like (laughs) yeah yeah not talking for a minute was very nice so yeah. Um, in terms of like learning things, uh, I mean, I definitely learned that like, I guess, I guess that just like what what it's like to be in close 
quarters in general, like uh, all the time with like a group of people. Cause like we were always, we were always together the, for the entire trip, whether it be like in the rooms or in cars together and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like when you get to that point where you're just all, all stuck together, you kind of just say like, screw it. And you start doing like your own basic, like personal tendencies and stuff. So you learn like those little ticks and stuff about everybody, like what they're, wind down procedure is for the night and like right. uh, you know the guard goes off their morning yeah, routines yeah. and stuff like that yeah. and i think that's actually like a really interesting intimate sort of thing that you get to learn about your friends in a situation like this interesting all right well uh that said we got another question here from zen zephyr who asks what is something that we've discovered this year that brings you immense joy immense joy um You've been watching a lot of TV, James. It's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, uh, Schitt's okay. Creek. I was going to say it's yeah. not even it's not even remotely close. Uh, I really, really encourage anybody who's not watched that show to watch that show. Uh, I'll um, second that and and give it the the attention that it deserves. Because while I think a lot of people will watch it, and the first season is it's a little rough, it's a little off putting. Um, they really find their stride getting into that second season. And then it just gets better from there and they end it on such a perfect note and they end it on their own terms. And it's just, it's about, it's about family and it's about love and acceptance and just a better world, right? Like it is, it is a show that, that I watched a documentary about the, making the last season last night. And a lot of people pointed out they did not make a show where, cause it, it speaks to, um, the LGBTQ community in a very strong way mm -hmm. that they latched on really hard because it doesn't, it's, it's just there, right? Like it's just a part of it. There's no yeah. like overcoming it. There's no, there's not a single ounce of like of unacceptance. It's just a part of the world that they live in and everybody's just like, okay, let's go. Yeah. It's uh, never a plot point. Really it's cool. baked in. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Which is just fantastic. And I love it. And you should all watch it. And then the other show, which actually recently came out, which is also fantastic, is Ted Lasso, which should not be anywhere near as good as it is. But it's also just wholesome and funny <laughs> as hell. And that's on Apple TV. And you should nice. Ben, do you got something for us, or do you want me to go uh, ahead? Yeah, I mean, mine, mine kind of goes into, like, a little bit serious mode, but I guess this is, like, Askler is kind of a potential to sort of get get realsies sometimes. Uh, but uh, I I discovered the uh, the BetterHelp app, uh, which is really cool. It is a app uh, that connects you with uh, with therapy and therapists and stuff like that, uh, because it's right, right now it's kind of difficult to do those sorts of things. Um, and, uh, it was like super duper, I think it, 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 it like, I mean, it, you pay the kind of those regular sort of therapist fees that you would. So it's like, it's like $200 a month, I think. Mm -hmm. But within that month, you get connected with a therapist. Um, you can schedule multiple sessions throughout the month. Um, and that you have this always kind of open, uh, chat. Um, and like the person I work with, she sends me like daily messages, like how you feeling today and stuff like that. Cool. And like little check-ins and, and whatnot. And I think for people who, like myself who uh, are, are super busy with work or, you know, think that it's going to be too, a little bit too expensive or any of those kinds of things, like um, the, the sort of mentality of just being able to open up your phone and being like, cool, now I have this like access to these kinds of things um, is, was really, really helpful. 
because uh, going through like the procedure of like going into a place or emailing somebody and trying to find like the correct person is really tough. And like if you end up not, you know, liking the person that you get paired up with, you just you just get to repair. Like there's no additional like fees or anything like that. Um, and uh, it makes finding like the right person for you really, really helpful. Um, so yeah, I mean, if there if there are people like me who have been like, I should probably look into something like this. Um, I it was it was really cool, and uh, it, it it definitely like helped me out like when I took the uh, my my break uh, off of like streaming and stuff like that. It was it was really really nice. So hopefully maybe that uh, helps some some people who might be looking for something like that. That sounds amazingly convenient. Yeah, it's super. It really is. Good. It's super easy. Nerves. Yeah, and you can do you can do like the video chats for your sessions. You can just do text if you don't feel comfortable talking on the phone because I know I don't sometimes feel comfortable talking on the phone. Um, yeah, it's very cool. Rad. Mm -hmm. uh, my thing is, just gonna, I was going to use a TV show, but I'll save that for the next question because my uh, the thing that's given me the most joy this year, I think pound for pound, was a recipe I discovered on Serious Eats for crispy kimchi uh, skillet rice. Mm. Super easy Ooh. to make. You make four, uh, three and a third cups of uncooked rice. Make that in your normal way. Use a rice cooker. Uh, Layer it down inside a, uh, a skillet, a uh, cast iron skillet that's been uh, lined with butter. Put your oven at 400 degrees. Lay down uh, about a half cup of, or I mean, as much as you want, mozzarella cheese on top of this, this rice, which has been impregnated with uh, Korean uh, gochujang uh, hot sauce and uh, some, uh, some soy sauce and some... Uh, rice vinegar. That's it. Anyway, you bake it all up. It's crispy. It's cheesy. It's chewy. It's super easy to make, and it has been delicious every time. I need a quick and easy meal. Awesome. But, uh, I actually, in 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 that same vein, um, I, I I discovered this like easy quesadilla recipe <laughs> that I've been doing like weekly for uh, for 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 lunches and stuff, which has just been like you just soak a bunch of red onions in balsamic Ooh. vinaigrette for like ten minutes or so, drain it, fry them up. Put the two like pitas, two pitas on a on a pan. Let them start heating up. Then you mm -hmm. layer your chicken, your cheese, and then your your onions. Flip them over, and then just just get them on both sides. And it's just like the balsamic vinaigrette on the uh, with the onions just kind of really adds this flavor that you Damn, don't you don't really good. need to add much else to them. Yeah, and it's it, it it's like a twenty minute meal. <laughs> uh, I made like fifty boxes of craft dinner this year. Only. Man, you got to catch up to Nicole. She's easily in the hundreds. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> That's less than two a week. You're slipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you know what? Let's go from uh, food from the uh, food for the mouth to food for the eyes. And Pat Morberg wants to know: at time of recording, what is your favorite anime? James, before you answer, what is your favorite animated TV show not from Japan? <laughs> Oh, I can I answer both parts more. of this? Each day uh, I learn some No, more. you said I it was like done. It you wanted it to be done. Why? <laughs> You're bringing it back. You're the problem in this scenario. <laughs> I could not, right? Like, come on. <laughs> Just tell me that I don't look like a 40-year-old Caillou and I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, God, uh, I can't unsee it. I don't <laughs> 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 I don't know if I can tell you that. Can I lie to, can I lie to one of my can, best friends? Yeah, can I lie? <laughs> can you lie to one of your best friends? Or can you lie to Caillou? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, what's my favorite 
not Japan anime. Not Japanimation. Not Japanimation. <laughs> I don't actually know. Uh, I mean, I, I am definitely I am definitely a fan of Rick and Morty. Um, mm. I think that show's really good. I actually think that um, they actually made. I don't know. Did you watch this end that Japanese made I was just Rick about and Morty? Yeah. Is that like who was that made by? Because that was made. I... I think that was made by a, a Japanese studio. I don't yeah, recall like, offhand, but yeah, I think that's legitimate. Yeah, like I think it was made by yeah a Japanese. It wasn't just like the you know the normal Rick and Morty team doing a, an mm. animation thing. Well, uh, did it and it was fully in Japanese. It was weird as hell, um, but I really liked it. And yeah, I remain a fan of Rick and Morty. I think it's um, just a very fun show. So, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ben, do you want to do round us out at the end, or do you want to take the next? Sure, uh, I, I can. Once again, Serge comes into this channel. Serge, we are definitely recording an Askler. Uh, <laughs> I moved him down into another crew channel. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, there he goes. All right, perfect. Good. good. <laughs> this is this is good. This is the best production quality here. Uh, <laughs> so, I, if I could, I'd love to to put do, put both uh, sides of the question. I don't have a problem um, with that. In fact, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing once you're done. All right, great. So, like, uh, for the longest time, my favorite anime was uh, Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. Um, it was it's it's great. It's a music anime, um, and it's awesome. Uh, but then I got to watch Dorohedoro, oh, uh, yeah. and it is. So good. Everything about that show just makes me so happy. Um, I don't know if it might be if it's my favorite in taking over, but it's it's pretty high up there. It's 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 awesome. It's a very very good show, um, especially since I've been getting kind of like tired of anime lately, and like the the a lot of the tropey archetypey stuff um, really puts me off, um, and it mm -hmm. kind of blows those out of the water, which is nice. Um, in terms of my favorite animated TV show. Um, I recently, it's actually, there, there's a new show that's been coming out uh, called The Owl House. Um, and it's made uh, by Dana Terrence, um, but features a lot of the vibe of like Gravity Falls in Ooh. it. Um, Alex Hirsch, who created Gravity Falls, voices one of the main characters um, and has like a, shares a lot of those voices. But it's basically a, a show about a, uh, a a girl named Luce who uh, gets transported, or she she goes through this door and goes into a world called the Boiling Isles, uh, and it's it's a place where like fantasy and witches and stuff are all around. Um, but it's very like it kind of has like that that Rick and Morty vibe of like all the the monsters are grotesque and stuff like that that are within it, um, but still being like kind of like a, a a show with like the same sort of age range as like you know Steven Universe or Shira, um, and it's really good and it's uh, it's got big gay energy, uh, and uh, yeah very it's it's very it's very cool I definitely recommend checking it out it's it's sweet. Cool. I can definitely, uh, I can definitely uh, follow on to your comments there about uh, about tropey shows being kind of uh, forefront these days. There's not much in the current season that I'm I'm watching at all, except for Japan Sinks, which I still need to catch up on. But uh, I'm going to say that my favorite at this very moment, uh, Japanese animation, uh, I'm going to say is Space Brothers. It's a story from, oh. uh, it's a show from a, a number of years back, uh, 2012 actually. But it's a, it's it, it describes 
I, I describe some of my favorite anime as shows about adults doing adult things. And this is about a guy who is working at a car design uh, studio. And his, br uh, they used, uh, his brother and he used to have dreams of becoming astronauts when they were kids. And his brother, his younger brother, actually started that uh, that, that that process off. And he's going to space. And uh, the, the one brother who's working at the car studio, he, uh, he hears his uh, boss uh, talk bad about his brother. Like, oh, geez, he's... he's uh, He's disrespecting Nippon or something like that. So he headbutts him and uh, gets fired from being a car designer and says, well, fuck, what am I going to do? Well, I guess I'll just apply to be an astronaut. And you get to see, <laughs> but you get to see in actual uh, fact what the preparation for being an astronaut is like. They worked together with the Japanese space industry and NASA to provide a realistic portrayal of it. And it's a beautiful, it's heartwarming. It's all about people reaching for, uh, reaching for the stars literally, and then achieving their goals. And it's just so inspiring, so much fun and so familial that I, I feel like I've got a, a a bit of a parallel with my brother who went to Japan uh, with this sort of series. That's awesome. I, I I think I remember seeing it briefly, like before I moved to Victoria, and maybe I was here for like Desert Bus or like a convention or something, and I was staying at your house. Mm -hmm. And like, I definitely it was would have probably shown that on. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I definitely I remember. I it sounds familiar anyway. <laughs> But seeing as we get to do a non-animated show, I'm going to put this up because this is the show I look forward to every week. And for some reason, Tsuburaya has been putting it out on YouTube for free for the entire world to watch in Japanese with English subtitles. And that's Chant My Name, I Ask You, Ultraman Z. He is, uh, it's my first Ultraman series, and I can't believe I've slept on Ultraman for this long. It's a show for kids. But what it's what's great about it is how much love they put into the cinematography and set designs. Like it's literally just okay, uh, science fiction show for half of it, and then the guy gets big, puts on a giant rubber suit, and fights a monster in a giant rubber suit. But then you get the director making these tiny models and just dioramas that when the guy falls down, okay, time to activate the special effects. Explosions go off, and these tiny cars go flying, and these buildings just get destroyed and it's beautiful and so technical and i love each and every minute of it every week ultraman hmm. said cool huh well that brings us to the end of the questions here and i think this is a definitely one to go out on here because uh, i think we all deserve a break after such hard work harold price asks ice cream what is your favorite flavor of ice cream wow you, this ian's <laughs> james so is so excited, excited. it's gone. like it's literally <laughs> blowing his camera up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm boring. I just like vanilla. That's your is, favorite flavor? It is the finest yeah. of the flavors. It works really well because then you can enhance it with whatever you want. But I thought want. Our, we're talking on on its own, just solo <laughs> styles. Still vanilla. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. I mean, chocolate's fine and, and whatnot, but like, I like just vanilla. I mean, how often... like. I, I'm a bigger, I, I like soft ice cream, like soft serve and stuff like that. I'm not a big hard ice cream person. Mm -hmm. I don't find it as, I don't know, I guess just enjoyable. Um, but yeah, vanilla, just vanilla. It's a good, good choice. I, I can't stop, talk, stop talking. I can't stop thinking about this ice cream that I had when I was still in my pre-teens and it was black licorice. And... The day after, I shit like the night, but <laughs> God, black Wait. licorice ice cream was amazing. All right. 
I've never, I've never heard that before. I shit like the night. Black and long. Oh. Uh, please answer this question, Ben, so we can go. Uh, slam dunk strawberry cheesecake. Uh, that's that is absolutely right. my go-to every single time. James owes me ice cream. He should go get me a blizzard before we do our meeting after this show. <laughs> our meeting's in nine minutes. Yeah, that's... get get going then. I don't. I don't think I can do it. I don't think that's... I can do that just enough time by my clock so while we're gonna get some uh while james is gonna rush off and get some ice cream let's remind people that if you'd like to continue to support us go to patreon.com slash loading ready run we really appreciate those of you who do because as we say it keeps the lights on keeps the engines running and keeps well keeps me warm and uh if you want to participate in next week's not next week next month's askler you need to go to youtube.com slash loading ready run and become a member there because it is our valued members of our YouTube membership program that get to submit questions for, well, not us next time, but members of Loading Ready Run will be here in these three squares to uh, to respond to your queries. So I guess from that, uh, this has been Ian Horner, Ben Ulmer, and hey. Gene Sterner. Bye, we'll bye, see you friends. next time. Bye. bye. bye.